0: Joining me right now is Daniel Curry. He'll be fighting on February 24th at DFC 8 in the main event in Adelaide. What's going on, Daniel? Not too much, John. How are you? Good, good, man. It's good to talk to you again. Yeah, you too. Now, this show coming up, it's your first main event for Diamondback. Must feel good to know that the bosses have faith in you to headline a show, right? Yeah, definitely,
1: definitely. Um, I guess it was a bit of a surprise to be told I was getting the main event when there's some other really talented guys with really good records on the card as well. Um, Initially, I was matched up with a guy, I think, stylistically. Um, I think we would have provided, like, a really good main event. So I guess that's the the main reason why we got that. Um, It would have been a real stylistic clash, striker, grappler. Um, But unfortunately, yeah, my opponent there has been replaced and – I've got another guy who, stylistically, I think we match up really well. Um, I think we'll be able to put on a really good show in the main event.
0: Definitely. uh, Before we get into that, I wanted to ask you about, you know, since your last fight, what did you do to keep yourself busy until this fight camp started back up?
1: Um, I had a little bit of a rest after the last fight, so it's pretty standard. Take a week, a week and a little bit off just to let the body heal up and um, enjoy life. And uh, yeah, since then it's just been back to normal, training as usual. And uh, getting ready for this one, we we had a fair bit of notice that we'd be fighting on this event. So, yeah, it's been a pretty long camp.
0: Originally, like you said, your opponent, Sam, Joe, Totu, he's out. He had a torn bicep, which is pretty much impossible to fight with, I believe, you know, if he continued on with his cap and fought you, he'd be, you know, he's like Mad Max or something, I don't know, he's amazing,
1: (laughs) he's a tough dude, but uh, yeah, I think the fact he needed, I think uh, it had to be repaired in two places, his bicep. so yeah, I don't think he
0: would have been able to fight, unfortunately, yeah, so you get his teammate as the replacement, Josh Togo, any major Mm. changes due to the late notice change?
1: Uh, I guess the main change is from what I've seen. Josh is um, he's a southpaw. Like I know Sam switched his stance quite a bit, so we're always training southpaws and orthodox. But yeah, looking at Josh, um, you know he's predominantly a striker, like Sam. Um, the way he uses his striking is a little bit different, and uh, yeah, he's a southpaw. So we're using a lot more southpaws inspiring.
0: When you go through Togo's record, you know I'm pretty sure you studied him somewhat. What are your thoughts on his, you know, his past fights?
1: Yeah, well, he, uh, he started off really strong. I think um, four wins in a row to start his pro career. Um, and since then, he's on a three-loss streak. I do know that. But uh, the three guys that he's lost to have been really, really tough opponents. So um, I see a few similarities there. Like, obviously, he'll take hard fights. He likes a challenge. Um, but I'm not sort of uh, reading too much into him coming off three three losses in a row. Um He'll be a confident guy, he's got really good training partners at ATT, so I think we're just going to be uh, two confident guys that want to get in there and both get the win. This is your first fight at welterweight, why did you decide to drop down? Been considering it for a little while, Um, and I guess the main reason is just not so much the physicality, like I've never felt like uh, strength's been an issue at middleweight, but just the reach and length of some of the guys when you look around, um, I'm about 179, 180 centimetres, um, and I don't have really long arms. So some guys have got a lot bigger reach on me, and I just figured, look, if it's something that we can do to go down to welterweight where reach is evened out a bit and I'll have even more of a, a physical advantage as far as strength and power goes, then um, it's a good idea. So I contacted uh, a dietitian on uh, through Instagram. I contacted him, actually. A couple of guys from our gym were already working with him. Um, just said, look, these are, you know, my measurements my dimensions what he usually come into fight week at you think it'd be reasonable to go down to welterweight and uh, he was very very confident that we'd be able to do it safely and so far so good who is the guy you contacted uh, his name is geordie sullivan um he's known as the fight dietitian on instagram um i know a lot of guys follow him and probably saw with uh, melbourne having the ufc over the weekend he was looking after a few of the guys there i think Kai Kara france and shane young and um, perhaps some of the other guys as well but uh, yeah he's working with um, the best of the best
0: so that's that's good to know have you changed anything in your training due to the the weight cut? No nah, not really I think um,
1: if anything yeah no nah, it's just been the nutrition um, and probably I'm probably eating more on some days than what I was prior to this so it's probably helped fuel training a little more so there's days where, Um, instead of dragging the chain, probably training a little bit harder for a little bit longer than what I was previously, Um, but I haven't had to do any ridiculous cardio or anything to get the weight down, it's all just been, um, I guess, really structured, smart approach on Geordie's behalf to gradually get the weight down, it hasn't been much of a training thing to to get the weight down.
0: When you get your meals from the dietitian, do you sometimes think like, am I allowed to eat this much, you know, I'm supposed to be losing weight, do you get that feeling? (laughs)
1: Oh, at first I looked at the plan and I thought, "Wow, yeah, you know, I'm I'm not going to lose any weight eating this." But um, I guess I never really measured out my food in the past. So then, when you, um, I guess when you look at you know 200 grams of meat and you think, "Oh, I thought I was eating 200 grams," you think, "I was probably eating four or 500 grams of meat in a sitting," you know. But um, it's just eating like more regularly, smaller meals more regularly, and uh, the timing of like when to eat certain foods as well, like around training and stuff like that. but, yeah, it's definitely been a little bit easier and I've been able to eat more than I thought I'd be able to to get down to the weight I'm at at the moment.
0: What differences do you feel physically and mentally walking around at a lighter weight?
1: Um, physically, to be honest, I really don't feel any different at all. Um, all my lifts in the gym have, have stayed the same, if not gone up. So, you know, that's been a, a pleasant surprise, having you know, lost a bit of weight you'd expect to lose a bit of strength. Um, I still feel really par fast and powerful sparring. Um mentally, mentally, I just feel, uh, I guess, relieved to not have to, to worry coming into the weight cut stages about how much I'm going to have to cut back on eating and all that sort of thing. It's already been laid out by Jordy. Um So I guess mentally, it's just, there's no,
0: um,
1: you just don't have that weight on your shoulder, I guess, worrying about what you might have to do.
0: Training camp, I'm pretty sure you're working with, the, you know, everybody, the same team. Is there anybody else that you've brought in to kind of help you get ready for uh, Togo?
1: No, I haven't brought anybody in. Um, we've got a good mix of orthodox and southpaw guys and guys that can fight both stances. So um, I guess we've just used some guys more than others for the, the sparring rounds and stuff like that. Um, but everything's the same
0: as is. We've got the main guys that are always there putting in the work. In the main event, DFC 8, what kind of fight are you expecting out of Josh Togo when you step into the cage? Uh, so what I've seen from Josh, like as I said, um a bit earlier,
1: like he, he's definitely a striker. That's where his strength is, and it looks like he's got a lot of power in his rear hand. Um, but in saying that, even when he's fought some really good grapplers, he has been scared to engage in the grapple. So um, I'm expecting him. You know, if he's smart, he'll try and keep the fight standing. That's uh, going to be where his biggest chance lies. I don't think he's going to beat me anywhere on the ground. But in saying that, I wouldn't be surprised if he does shoot for a takedown or engage in the grapple at some stage. Um, I think we're both going to be looking for an early finish, so I wouldn't say the fight going the
0: distance. All right. Now, it's the start of the year. This is the first DFC event of the year. Where do you see yourself at the end of the year?
1: Uh, yeah, hard to say, to be honest. We'll um, definitely get this win first, and um, then we'll assess. Like I've fought three or four times each year um, since I started fighting, so definitely I think I'll have a bit more of a, like a slower year this year, so maybe two or three fights. We'll see how we go. But, um, yeah, we'll get this one out of the way. And then matchmaking is the other thing, too. Look, it's, uh, we've got quite a few welterweights here in South Australia. I know middleweight um, was starting to get difficult to get matchups with guys similar experience. But, um, yeah, we'll have to have a look at the welterweight rankings and um, see how we match up with some guys there and hopefully squeeze another one or two in this year. All
0: right. Well, it all starts February 24th in the main event at DFC 8 in Adelaide. Thank you, Daniel, for your time and good luck on your fight. Thanks very much John appreciate it